What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Start With Today podcast. At Start With Today, we want our listeners to live their lives according to what Jesus says in Matthew 6.34. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Focusing on yesterday will bring no benefit, and worrying about things to come will only drive you crazy. So just focus on what God's doing today and watch Him work in your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you walk away with something. I'm so glad you tuned in, so let's jump into today's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Start With Today podcast. My name is Jeff Schaefer, and I'm so excited that you joined me today for Season 2, Episode 4. I'm sorry for not putting something out last week. I had my first round of exams, and um, I just didn't want to rush into putting out an episode that wasn't going to be good (laughs) uh, just because of my time constraint. So I appreciate the patience, and I'm excited to share today's episode with you, as well as share some exciting news at the end of this. So today, I kind of want to go off of what I talked about in episode three. Um, In episode three, I talked about, you know, what it looks like to lay down stuff in our life. And that, you know, sometimes when we think we're waiting on God for something, that he's waiting on us. That when we think, well, God, you haven't answered my prayer yet. He's, you know, saying, well, I need you to lay this down, or I need you to listen to me here, or I need you to, you know, sacrifice this part of your life so that I can answer your prayer. And what it looks like to really think about that, that maybe it is us. Maybe it's not always God that we're waiting on. Maybe sometimes we need to change in our hearts or our ways and let him into a situation. And one of the things I said last week is that we need to pursue and possess the same perfection that Jesus possesses us with. And obviously that's something we're never going to be able to do fully because we're not Jesus, we're not God, we're broken human beings, and we're not capable of living like that. But I want to talk today about what it looks like to, you know, attempt to do that. What does it look like to pursue and, and possess that same perfection? Um, there's a few action steps, or I think three or four, that I kind of think um, sum up what it looks like to do that. And I'm sure I'm going to miss a few things. And, you know, these are areas I'm still growing in too. But I think they're essential to growing in your faith and to continuing to pursue Jesus and pursue the same perfection that, you know, He has blessed us with and how we're supposed to live our lives as Christians and as followers of Christ. And the first thing that, you know, I instantly think of when I when I start to process what it looks like to, you know, follow Jesus and to live a life that looks a little bit different is intentionality. And not only, you know, time with God, which is first of all a priority, being intentional about your time with God, reading your Bible, um, praying. And again, there's not a time, time constraint when it comes to that. God's not you know, holding a stopwatch saying, Oh, well, you only prayed for 30 seconds today. It's not like that, but it's being intentional about the time you do spend with them and making it a priority. But not only that, also with the people in your life, we're called to make disciples. So what are you doing with the time you have with the people in your life? And not only those who are super close to you, but you know, acquaintances, uh, distant family or people you've met at school or work that you know God has placed in your life for a reason. Are you being intentional with that time? Are you trying to help them grow in their faith? Are you being a discipler to them? Colossians 4, 5 says, walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of times. And in other words, be intentional. Even if you don't know someone, even if it's someone in your life that you may not have talked to in a while, be intentional with that time. Make the most use out of it because it's a blessing in and of itself. And so God wants you to use that to pursue someone else 
and help help you you know realize what it looks like to to lead someone to Christ and to help them grow in their faith just like you've probably had someone do that for you. The second step or I guess idea um, is sacrifice and this is again what I talked about last week but wanted to dive into it again just briefly you know being willing to lay down your own ways for God for his ways because at the end of the day his ways are better than our ways. You know he knows what we're going to do before it's even a thought in our head. And so are we willing to sacrifice certain things in our life for what he has in store for us? And that's something I'm still struggling with and I'm still trying to learn because it's so easy to want to get caught up in things, especially when all your friends are doing it or whether, you know, just maybe it's a mental habit you have and it's easy to get comfortable in those things. But what happens when you actually lay that down and let God into your life and let God into that situation? It's going to change the game. It's going to help you see the calling he has for you. And again, when you lay stuff down, God can move then, but sometimes he's waiting on us to give something to him. Hebrews thirteen sixteen says, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. And there's other things to sacrifice too, time, money, resources, you know, spiritual counseling, being there for people. We've been blessed with the gift of Christ and with everlasting life. And, you know, probably in more ways than one, we've all been blessed, whether it is, you know, time, whether it's people around us, whether it's a great job, whether it's, you know, academic skills that you can help others with, whatever that looks like, don't neglect to share that with other people because that's the kind of sacrifice that God calls us to make as well. And that goes right along with making and creating disciples. The other step, um, I shouldn't say the other one, but one of the other ones is obedience. Walking out what you know God has called you to do. You know, when you are intentional about that time with God, when you are praying, when you are in the word and you know he's speaking to you about a certain situation or something that you've been doing, and he's saying, hey, I need you to do this now, or I'm calling you to go here. I'm calling you to move in this person's life. I'm calling you to show up here. Are you willing to do that? And not to just acknowledge and say, okay, God, I hear you, but creating action steps and completing them, making it a priority to do that, making it a priority to talk to that person, making it a priority to fix an aspect of your life, to grow in it, to lay something down for him. And again, obedience can look different for everyone, but we're all called to do it. So obedience can look different, the actual action, but the calling and the word itself is something that we are all called to do. And it's okay if you know obedience for you looks different than it does for your parents or your, one of your best friends or whatever, but the idea doesn't change. Obedience is gonna help you not only step into your calling, and help you see where God's taking you and help you be prepared for it. But also it's going to help you disciple others to do the same. We want to live a life that looks different. We want to create disciples. And so when we start to obey and we walk in obedience, other people see that and allows us to move into move in their life and help them, you know, see what it's like to, to walk in obedience and help them do it, help them, you know, make those adjustments in their life. And so, you know, with that, and this is something I just I was thinking about as I prepared for the episode, and I kind of want to throw it out there for you guys as well. Is are you truly being obedient right now? Are you truly laying down everything God's called you to? Are you truly, you know, listening to what God's telling you? There's a couple areas in my life right now where I know God's saying, "Hey, Jeff, I, it's time to walk away from this, or it's time to, you know, change this habit that you have in your head." And I can honestly say that I'm not 100% there yet. I'm getting there, but it's it, it's almost scary sometimes to walk away from your your own habits and your you know what you're used to to give up something for the unknown. 
but that's just how good our God is, is he isn't going to lead us astray. And so that's something I want you to think about. Are you truly being obedient? And if not, what areas of your life do you need to, you know, be obedient? And where's God calling you to be obedient? And what do you need to do to get there? And the last, the last um, idea that I want to talk about today is rejoicing. Rejoicing, celebrate, um, to, to be full of joy, to be excited, to be happy about, you know, what's going on. And not only in the good times, but the bad as well. Because we rejoice in our suffering because Christ suffered and died for us. So even when we're knocked down, we won't be destroyed. You know, people say, oh, you, you fall down, you get back up again. And that's so true. But, you know, when you're on the ground, celebrate, rejoice, because that's representing we're suffering still for the body of Christ as well. And that's something to rejoice about because we know that our temporary pain and our temporary situations on earth are nothing compared to the great and wonderful eternity we're going to have with him. But that comes with being obedient. That comes with doing the other two things I've talked about. That comes with giving God every single aspect of your life. We rejoice because of the things God has done in the past, the things he's doing now, and the things he'll do in the future. And I want to say that again. We rejoice because of the things God has done in the past, what he's doing now, and the things he will do in the future. God's moved in your life one way or another, whether you realize it or not. And I'll sit here and argue with anybody that says, no, he hasn't. I'm, my life's... T-. No, it's not. God's moved in your life at one point. Most likely more than once. But we have to remember to rejoice in what he's done in the past and the things he's doing in our life now. And then as well as the things that are going to come, because we know God's leading us somewhere. We know God's called us somewhere and he has a plan for us and he's walking with us. But what does that look like? And we don't know, but we can rejoice in what's to come because we know God's not going to lead us astray. So that's all I have today as far as kind of the main point of the episode, but I am excited to share that next week, we will have our first guest from season two. Um, he's a musician. He goes by the name of Badly. And he started making music in his bedroom. Um, he, he's got a passion for music. Um, he's a Christian. He loves the Lord. And I'm excited to have him on next week and let him tell you his story. Um, it's pretty incredible. The Lord's moving in his life. Um, and I'm, I'm very blessed to have been connected with him. And I'm excited for you guys to meet him as well. So with that being said, I hope you guys took something from today. I hope you are able to apply it to your own life um, and, you know, pray about it. Think about it, because this is stuff that when you truly, you know, adopt into your life, it's a game changer and God's going to move in ways you can never imagine. So I can't wait to talk to you guys next Monday and for you guys to meet our special guest. I hope you try to apply some of these things to your own life this week, and I can't wait to watch how God moves in your life. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.